Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha Energy, and I'm joined by my colleague Clive Ferry, Head of Industrial and Commercial Sales and Client Account Management. Hi, Clive. Welcome. Jeremy, good morning. And good morning to you. We're here to discuss what we've called Future Fit, a series of articles and podcasts looking through and beyond the current mayhem, arguably, uh, and looking at what business users can do to better protect their position at what I think many people would call it a challenging time. I guess it's not just a challenging time for business users, but for the energy industry, Clive. Energy prices have plummeted as a result of the current crisis, but is now necessarily the right time for users to buy? What do you think? Yes, this is a a really interesting question and a debate that uh, continues to do the rounds. My view, um, none of us have witnessed what we're living through before. So deciding what should or shouldn't be hedged is a a very difficult course to navigate. Um, Unfortunately, I'm old enough to remember the front month Brent contract hitting the lows of $9 a barrel back in 1986 and uh, and look at the volatility we've witnessed in crude prices since then. The truly underlying problem today is that businesses don't really know when all this will end and, and when it does, what will commercial landscape look like? But look, back to your question, I would say that if your business circumstances are such that you need to be filling forward positions, then then yes, it is, absolutely. Um, In my view, you should never let a crisis go to waste. Looking at the markets today, structurally, uh, the extreme value is all in the front end of the curve. It's heavily contangoed, so the front month is trading at a significant discount to future ones. Now, all that said, you need to be pretty confident as an end user that any long positions you have are going to be used in your manufacturing or commercial process. You need to make sure you're going to be using that volume. When it comes to the markets and their direction, look, you know, everyone will have their own view. Mine, I think winter 20 at sub 40 pounds should be seen as value, certainly when you compare it to to historical levels. That's very interesting. But of course, energy use for business users may be very different to what they'd estimated before the crisis. And of course, they have some exposure on this as far as their contracts are concerned. What should they be doing to minimise the impact on their bills? Is it talking to the suppliers or is there more they can be doing? Yes, Jeremy, that's another good question. I I think for larger consumers, dialogue with your supplier is key if you believe volumes are going to be significantly outside contractual tolerances, you know, where suppliers have previously taken on the chin volumes that have been under or over consumed, today's climate is certainly going to be different. In in my view, they'll be looking to enforce for sure contractual terms much, much more aggressively. Ultimately, in my view, it's all about working with your supplier to achieve an optimum outcome. Suppliers know that volumes are going to be down, you know, that's a given. Um, given the commercial environment we're all working in. However, they need to know what those revised offtakes are going to be in order to balance their own trading book. It's all about dialogue, and and I'd encourage that as much as possible. The brutal reality is that if you're buying too much, it could well end up hurting you in the long run. So do understand your liabilities. And maybe further observation would be that 
larger consumers on flex contracts should be dialoguing with suppliers and nominating monthly. And then the sub 10 gigs fixed term fixed price contract holders, where dialogue's probably less likely to be occurring, they, they should be making provision by accruing for any liabilities that could eventually come their way. These these will probably be flushed out at the end of the contractual term, but, but end users could mitigate their liabilities by using their contract renewal process to, ne to renegotiate a new contract with their incumbent supplier. I'm not saying it'll work, given suppliers too are hurting, and, and we have to remember that, but it's worth a go. And, and here, we, we help our clients do this. Uh, very, very good advice, I'm sure. Um, I suppose it's worth, worth bearing in mind, although for the majority of business users, uh, demand is down, but for a minority, uh, in the other, other unusual circumstances we find ourselves in, they may, may also have increases in demand, and they need to make sure that that, that position is, is adequately protected under their contract as well. Um, but, uh, moving on a little bit, uh, how to contract. Um, should businesses really be reassessing whether to buy some or all of their energy on flexible contracts if they've got the facility to do so? Oh, look, for sure. I'm, I'm a true advocate of flexible contracts wherever possible. As long as their consumption profiles are above the minimum thresholds, then yes, businesses should be utilising them. For instance, if you put a, say, a two plus one supply agreement in place, in other words, you have the third year as an option you can call on at any point, and then you book 100% of your known volume in year one, which will deliver you a fixed price, you can then take positions as and when you see future value in the market in years two and three, always supposing, of course, that you decide to trigger that, that third year option. So yes, absolutely, they are there, do make use of them, and you could very quickly get a return on the, the, uh, the management fee costs that uh, will be embedded in that form of contract. Interesting. And, and one, one last question. Um, you know, there are measures taken at the moment to, to help alleviate some of the problems on the energy industry, the generators and particularly the suppliers who are hurting too, of course, at the moment. Um, how, how can users make sure that, that those benefits flow through to them as well? What, what, what's your recommendation there? Look, I think, you know, if you, if you don't ask, you don't get. I think uh, that right now it's all about dialogue with suppliers, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, have those conversations with suppliers, let them understand your positions. Um, but you, you have to remember, or end users have to remember that, you know, suppliers are, are going through a pretty traumatic time as well. So it will be down to a commercial negotiation. I think that's a good point on, on which to end because uh, there might be a feeling well, we don't know where we're going at the moment but that doesn't mean there aren't things users can't be doing to help protect their interests and it's uh, it's important to make use of the opportunities so Clive thank you very much for that um, it's tremendously interesting I uh, hope, hope you'll be back again for a podcast uh, soon perhaps on a related topic and if you would like further information about this or to see our, our reports please visit Alpha's website at alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK. And we hope you'll join us again soon.